Hey guys, welcome to a special bonus episode of Unethical Podcast while we're on our week off. It's a companion episode for the Tess Ritchie episodes, which were episode eight and nine. If you want to go check those out on the feed, it's an interview with her sister. Welcome to Unethical Podcast. I just want people to understand that, yes, while we make jokes and everything, we do understand that these are traumatic events. A lot of people, including myself, I I always like to hear the gory details, but I never hear the outcomes for the families involved. And I kind of wanted to ask Verena a lot of questions about how it's been for them and what they've had to deal with throughout this whole thing. I also have a couple questions to clear up some muddy waters from the episodes. So it's going to be nice to talk to her. We should all be reminded that these people were real people. And that they had to go through this, especially with something so fresh as this. And a lot of things that I'm proud of their family for doing is getting this stuff started. And hopefully they can get past it. I appreciate them for, I appreciate Verena for even coming on. So, all right. Hi, Verena. How's it going today? I'm very well. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Well, thanks for coming on. That's super nice of you. I was super nervous when I first talked to you. I know we talked on the phone a little bit there, but you could tell I was nervous to even message you. So this is a... Uh, way more than I ever expected from you. You know what I mean? Well, so. I'm, I'm really happy. And I, I have a special place in my heart for people from Northern Ontario. So uh. I want to tell you right off the bat, Marina, uh, if you want to say fuck face Perfect. or shit dick or cunt, cunty mcgee if you want to use your your outdoor voice you go nuts. i love it okay perfect because I, I i slip up sometimes <laughs> so thank you for that i know perfect. you're i know you're worried about it when we're talking on the phone i'm like just say titty i don't care yeah uh, i do i'm <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to sort of uh yeah uh, rein myself in i suppose myself kind of that's, kinda, that's awesome I say, uh, there's a lot. I mean, I say a lot anyway, but there's a lot more I probably want to say that I do keep in check. So <laughs> that's that's OK. How many how many interviews have you done like this in the past year, just since the trial? Like this is the second one. I think I did just the uh, true crime podcast. But I'm talking like live interviews and stuff like that. I did a press conference in June. Yeah, that was kind of and it was we're kind of fish out of water. Yeah when it comes to this kind of situation as well. We had to do, we did a press conference. Of, as we know, it's obviously um, uh, a weird time in the world with the pandemic going on. So we didn't do it in the normal way. We would have normally had a press yeah. conference where we'd actually like be standing with microphones and having the press around asking questions. That's pretty much the only way we've been able to do things at the moment. Yeah. So um, I haven't done much. I haven't done much. I've had people reach out. Lots of There's lots of people that want to work on things. It's yeah, just... Yeah. The, the traveling restrictions and things right now are oh, preventing. so crazy the whole world's gone mad Verena like I'm has, has I'm it? glad my kids are allowed <laughs> to go back to the park this week like thank god it's uh something I never thought I'd see in my no lifetime. for sure Matt. like who would have predicted this we're all like stuck in our house for a year two years not me no and I thought I'd seen it all at that point yeah, so <laughs> for sure yeah no, well uh hey man I'm glad that uh we're talking at least we have zoom now you know that's something we can yeah. drink over hey. the internet with people that's something thank god that's been a really (laughs) thank god 
I'm up at weird hours doing that anyway because my friends are are all over the world. Oh yeah, no, that's true. Eh? You were out in England when this happened. In the UK. Yeah, I was in the UK. Yeah. World traveler. You've been all over the place. You? I have. I have. I've been very lucky. That's yeah, a... I've, I've I haven't been everywhere. I've uh, you know, but I I've, I've been. You're not Johnny fortunate. Cash. You know, <laughs> not Johnny Cash yet. I certainly, I certainly was working on it. Uh, it's, it's good. So when they do these press conferences, you have to like go through your lawyer and they kind of give you an idea of what it's going to do. Or do you guys just they throw a camera in front of you and you just talk? For the press conference, we did work with our, our lawyer, kind of as lawyer led. Yeah. The other things, like, I mean, at the beginning, when we were looking for tests, we were doing interviews with the press to try yeah, and yeah. get the word out that she was missing. It's kind of learning as you go. And then you kind of, you know, as the stories keeps developing, you know, then there's new things to sort of react to and, and process. And um, usually that one was lawyer led. The other times we've reached out to them ourselves. Okay. We've used social media to reach out to media or use yeah. that. Um, we've gotten to know some of them at the trial. Yeah. A lot of them took this case quite personally. Of course. It, so, it was such a weird time yeah. in the gay village at the time anyway. And plus your sister just added a cherry on top. Like uh, so much extra yeah. fucking so crazy. Uh, Absolutely. How is everyone? Obviously, I can't speak for everybody. Um, I'm speaking for myself, yeah, but I can imagine that. I mean, I'm, I'm devastated. My life is it's very hard to even I mean, it's disarray and we can't really. Yeah, you know, we can't really see each other. We can't, first of all, because of the pandemic and everyone's scattered. Yeah. And that must have been the the whole separation of all you guys must have happened like directly when the trial was done because COVID was happening. You guys must have had to quarantine right away, right? We did, and everyone was in separate places. That's so rough. It was pretty hard, especially when you went from sort of seeing your family, even if you're not getting along or you're stressed out from the trial and stuff. It was kind of hard to transition from actually being in the same room as them every day, even if it was not always easy. It was nice to sort of be around them. Yeah you know, having support from all the places, the, the media, people, like everyone around just were really generally really supportive, trying just really sympathetic to what we were going through. And yeah. then all of a sudden, and we had an expedited sentencing as well. So um, we only had from the verdict to reading our victim impact statements, not even 24 hours to write them and then read them out maybe 36 hours later. And wow. then all of a sudden isolation complete isolation especially because we were out in the middle of it you guys were just going back to your various wherever you guys were well, so you guys... we were all in different yeah we like my mom yeah. had an airbnb condo i was staying with my friend's mother Understood, uh, my yeah. sister has a place there so she had two of my sisters there so yeah yeah, yeah so we were separate households and yeah yeah <sighs> do you guys still okay sorry i'm kind of jumping back here because i went we were all curious as to, and I, we all, all of myself and the three girls do not think this should be the case, but to people, do you guys still in contact with Riley Samard? Like, does everyone blame her for leaving her or anything like that thing? That happened? I certainly, I certainly, I uh, was trying to be fair until the trial, but when, when I did hear Riley say that my sister asked her not to leave. Oh no, I didn't know that. that See, that's not Riley publicized really. That. So no, that was, a, that was testified to. So that, like my sister, I don't know. If she, like, I don't know. She, she did ask her to stay. Yeah. Fuck. And, and I mean, I've done heavy drinking. I've went out with my friends and we've gotten separated before. Uh, and in the chaos, both are, I, I mean, I wasn't there that night, so I don't know. Yeah. But they, they were both asked to leave the bar for the, because of the state they were in. So yeah. there's, there's that sim- sympathy, but if. For sure. And, and who thinks that anything bad's going to happen obviously right like that's it 
I, I try not so to be judgmental, so it's but it's hard, right. man. Because we've all, yeah. we, I talk about risk versus reward. We've all done that before where we've taken risk Absolutely. to get reward. And the risk in this was leave test by yourself and get home earlier, right? Uh, get sometime. home early and get to bed or, you know, get sick. You know, Riley maybe was feeling sick. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know how she was feeling. I can't, I can't speak. I mean, yeah. she couldn't, she, she couldn't remember a lot of, from the evening. Of course. Yeah. We've all been yeah. there. I, I've been there. That's the thing. So it's hard to, but I know that if that didn't happen, I know my sister would be alive. So it's, it's, it's maybe an yeah. unfair yeah. Some feelings on my part anyway. Yeah. I, I, I can't blame you, you know, and okay. it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Or unfairly. I don't know. Like I, it's, it's no, no, it's it, here's the thing is it's really hard to, ju- I didn't know the part where she, she said that test told her not to leave. That's a little sad, After, yeah, uh, she said that to me. but at the same time, like you all, we've all done it and I feel bad and it's, it happened to your sister. So obviously you're going to have the, 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 that in you. Right. I, I, right. It's like an objective me and a subject me. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And oh man, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that part. That's very sad. And all over like just boyfriend wanting to go home. It's so sad. So bad. The whole thing is horrible. My sister just wanted to go out dancing to get over a boyfriend that hurt her. Yeah. So she went to the gay village. She didn't want to be hit on. Yeah. Just wanted to drown her sorrows. I suppose we, again, we've all been there too. And you have a friend that you haven't seen in a couple of years and you're just going to get fucked up and have some fun. And she was already drinking, honestly, before she went out for. So that's why they didn't last long, I guess, at the bar. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just, feel like I'm jumping a bit. So uh, how long were the police, like were your mom and I can't remember her friend's name that found your sister looking? Was that like a day they were looking? Was it like an afternoon? She went out the Friday and she was noticed missing Saturday. Yeah. And we, I guess my, my family called the police. I was notified Sunday because I was in the UK. I, I, I really didn't believe something bad happened. I really thought it was a weekend gone crazy. Yeah, of course. Particularly yeah. given the breakup and her birthday was coming up. Birthday and breakup? That's a double drinker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Completely. So, you know, I was like, okay, she's probably just gone out. She's like, you know, phone's dead. She was got smashed. And then my mom, uh, I'll never forget it. She was in hysterics. She knew. Yeah. She knew. I never see my mom like that. So she immediately went to Toronto. Yeah. So she was there uh, by Sunday evening. Okay. And Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday, they were handing out posters. We had a we had booby trap Tessa's apartment to see if she came home. Yeah. We, wanted, okay. we had we had put like something there. My sister had a key to her place. Yeah, yeah. So we put something there to see if we could like you tell if she actually went into her house at some point. And that was over in Scarborough, her apartment. So my mom said when she was over there, she didn't feel anything, but she felt her in the village. Like she, she, she knew she had to keep looking there. That's where she had to keep handing out the posters and the. Okay. And, and this was over like a couple of days that they were. This was over. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah like they, so your, like, mom, your mom went to Toronto, like pretty much the, the day after she went missing kind of thing or a couple of days after that's. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. I also saw when you were, when you were talking to Jordan, cause I did listen to the podcast. Mm. Uh, you did say that you guys were kind of like, when you did find her, you guys were organizing a, a wig and like go hunt. From the time that it was finally officially declared a homicide, my mom, find, my mom, again, just beside herself, but was determined to figure out what was going, just what was the hell was going on in the village. She compiled the list. She was working now with the 519. Um, they compiled the list of all the missing people. Okay. And so my mom was like, something's going on. Uh, obviously, it turns out that they weren't 
connected but at the time we didn't know that right? yeah, how could you know we just were like okay this is bizarre like all these we didn't we, we i wasn't even aware people were going missing in the village well this like i, I you know um, you're so disconnected I, you're out in london or in england right so how i would you do know tess hung out missing posters for andrew kinsman oh really kinsman yeah. uh, that guy was a, a staple around in the the village he was probably yeah. one of the ones that got uh everyone paying attention more because he was a yeah. staple he was around right so well and i think uh, honestly i think also because he yeah he first of all didn't live the trans say life maybe as much or he certainly he, by all accounts he didn't live a transient lifestyle he had yeah. a job a cat yeah, yeah. a life friends people that loved him not that, that, that the others hadn't obviously no they, no they, for we, sure we are aware that they were more you know they were uh, their immigration statuses were maybe not so clear yep. they were accepted they weren't accepted they were um from different countries so perhaps more stigma yeah. To find to discover that you're LGBTQ with your families and things. So there, there was, you know, people probably that weren't as visible to their families. Is it also because he was a a white like, man? Yeah, who, I was gonna say he was the white you know? he was the white guy out of all of them. So of right, course, right, exactly. And let's not let's not give the police a pass on that. There was no, clearly a racial aspect to it. it, right? And I do think exactly, and I and and, and you know, and sometimes it, it takes that, but it's it shouldn't, especially at the cost of lives. Yeah, no, that's insane. Fuck you, police. Uh, it's right. the most upsetting part about like it really is. It really is, and that oh, well, it just it felt like they were giving carte blanche, shop rate, Schlatter and 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 MacArthur. Did you guys actually end up getting a wig and stuff and start doing that, or did the cops? We didn't. Like, say, we didn't. Oh yeah, no, we around. didn't. So yeah, sorry, but we were getting tipped off um, because of the nature of social media. Yeah. Tips were coming to us, not the cops. That's amazing. So we were having to pass it to the cops. So people would be like, this is my ex. He likes choking during sex. Let me check him out. Uh, people would send us things. Oh, I was in jail with her last night. Da, 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 with Tess. And like, just all this stuff, right? Oh, so, wow. So when we started getting the tips after she was, we, it was declared a homicide, we were told, like, we would go in the neighborhood. People were t- local to the neighborhood. So we would go check them out at their work. They didn't know. Yeah. They were working at local uh, stores. It turns out they're completely innocent. Yeah. I would even go for a pint in the oh. middle of it all and look at people and think, is that him? Like, like you know, a white guy with kind of a, look like a little facial hair, like the, 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 you know, we only had that surveillance to go on. So we didn't end up getting the, the, the wigs because the cops, but by the time homicide took over, they, they told us, we said, do we need to go and make a scene like we did when Tess was missing? And he said, no. And he basically, he is his way of saying they, they were on to someone. They kept us kind of, we really did want to go nuts and get like wigs and stuff. Like, I mean, we were still hunting around the neighborhood. We were. It's one of the most amazing parts about the story is how you guys, how much you guys loved your sister. You guys were willing to go like, I'm going to put myself on a hook as bait for a serial killer to find out who this asshole is. Wow. You guys are crazy for it. You guys are crazy for it, but like in the greatest of ways. Right. Yeah. we're a family of women and I'm not, it's nothing against men. We're just a family of, you know, she's a single mom of five girls. Yeah. We've always kind of done things on our own. We've been very like an independent family from a young age. We had, we didn't have to, like, we loved having boyfriends and things like that, but it wasn't like our, you know, end all be all, you know, we got our hearts broken, like tested and things like that. But, you know, we, we, we're not going to wait for anyone when it yeah. comes to our family. We're not going to wait for anyone to send, like, we're not going to be quiet. We're not going to be, and we're not that family. A lot of families are more dignified, it seems. Like the <laughs> victim witness office had to warn people about us. <laughs> you know, they were on our side. They kind of hated us, yeah. too, because we were loud. <laughs> we're, like, not accepting. And nobody in an authority figure wants the status quo. Especially by a single mom from Northern Ontario. Like this small little woman from, you know, just had the such ripple effect. Good. Uh, great. Good for her. Because otherwise, uh, I think, and, and oh, we'll yeah. get more into it later, I think nothing would have happened. Yeah, I really, she is. I think I, she's, I think she's the, 
the the mama bear <laughs> for sure like so crazy so on that uh speaking of mama bear stuff what did you guys think when you, the first reports came out and they said that your sister was a sex worker it, yeah so obviously that was just insult to a terrible injury to pain that but at that point it was sort of like we knew we had to deal with that at some point but that wasn't the immediate concern we were yeah. waiting for like like where did that come from where did that come from is that a police officer who said that oh yeah absolutely absolutely it was, yeah, it was absolutely to the press by the police yes they were trying to take the these cops are fucking assholes man it's so crazy like not every cop don't get me wrong it's crazy what people will do to make themselves or their organization look good even if it's off the back of the murder of- it, it just makes it easier it makes their job easier to go like just another sex worker fuck them they weren't expecting the hurricane of the richies though that's amazing to me so <laughs> no I'm sure that's for sure that is for sure and i do believe that's you know i missed out on a lot because i thought i had more time so at least i hope in death i'm showing the devotion we're showing the devotion that i didn't necessarily i mean i loved her and we wrote letters and i visited her a lot since there's lots of i've got a t-shirt front like you know it's not like that but i did live abroad and i was going to school at the time so my head Karina, i'm you were kind of like a mom to her too you were what 14 16 years older than her I was 14. I certainly wasn't. Did you change I mean, your I diapers? Was... Did you feed her as sure, a baby? Yeah. Those kind of things are all, uh, it, uh, she was your, like, yes, she was your baby. She was all exactly. our baby. Exactly. And honestly. I understand that. She was all our baby. We're all these older sisters. All our baby. It's hard to explain. And it's kind of a codependent. It's not, it's not, it's not hard to explain. I think a lot of people honestly would understand that Farina. And it's I'm sure it's just that normal guilt and regret that you have. Of course. And that's what I was trying to say. It's <laughs> so normal. And... Somebody's ripped away from you like this, but, um, I'm so sorry, Verena. I I no, it's okay. I do this anyway, like ten times a day on my own. Like I go from okay. laughing to crying to, you know, okay. it's it's just it's a, it's a weird place to be in. But it's uh, I'm trying to keep it, my head above water. It's so fresh, Verena, and it's probably going to be like this for the rest of your life. Oh, I'm sure it will be. There's no yeah. doubt. It's terminal. <laughs> like with a long with a normal life mm-hmm. expectancy, basically. <laughs> you know, I'm okay if, if as long as you're not uncomfortable with the <laughs> with the tears because. That'll happen, but we need them. And I understand and people need to understand that it's my heart is totally broken. Like I can't even like just losing her that way. She was so happy that night. She was like, even though she was sad in the surveillance video, she was having a good time. Of course. Yeah. I've watched it. She looks like she's having a blast. She looks like any one of us would have done having a party night. You know, this is where Verena and I had some technical difficulties and we had to restart a portion of our conversation. So sorry about that. I kind of forgot where we left off here. Me too. I'm so sorry about that. Just when you start to sink your teeth into it and everything happened. Oh, no. I was talking about the. I remember where I was at. So I was, we were just finishing up basically. Cause I asked you about the, the media, where they got the sex worker stuff from. And that was from the police, which I didn't understand. It didn't really make sense to me where they had gotten that from. They just make that up. Cause I imagine it had something to do with the brass rails. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? It probably, we, you know, when, when, when reporting, reporting are missing, they probably, you know, yeah, they were told where she worked. Was she, was she, she working was host- there? She was hostess no, she- there for what? Two weeks. Didn't you say? Not long. Yeah. Not long, but, she- but regardless. So, you know, my, we, we, we're cares. It, it, if you could make yeah, shit tons of money working as a hostess at a brass rail, we- fucking give her. Absolutely. And if she wanted, if she was a sex worker, it wouldn't make any difference to us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's, but, that's it. That's reassuring to hear. Like a lot of people would be, I know you guys no, would. No. Uh, in fact, when she was missing, I started to wish she had a drug problem. Maybe she's got a drug problem and she's out on a bender. Yeah, you start yeah. to, you start to wish 
things that you'd never normally wish for your sister, but now you're desperately wishing that's the case. We were kind of prepared too, that maybe they were withholding something from us. Maybe she had a double life. But when the police said that it had no bearing on the case, that didn't really clarify. It just still made it sound like she's possibly still a sex worker, but she, it just, that's not how she met, came across the killer. But whereas yeah and sex workers get the the work the short end of a stick all the time anyway it doesn't matter if police go oh it didn't really make a bearing on it it did for sure you would go looking for uh olympic superstar whatever Uh, tomorrow yeah hooker you go you know what i'll deal with that tomorrow and i think it was their way of sort of trying to get the public on their side when the horrifying facts came out that i mean they tried to take credit for finding Tess too right yeah, no, I loved how your mom was like, ah, we found her right the same fucking day of the press conference. So great. Okay, yeah. so we were, uh, sorry, you were talking about, I wanted to get into this too, because I know you want to get into it a bit. So I noticed that your new Facebook post uh, picture, we're friends on Facebook now, right? Uh, it's yep. it's uh, side by side of Tess and Laura Wells. Uh, we talked right. about her shit tons in the episode because I feel like she did got a shaft on the whole thing. I believe uh, that too, yeah. Yeah. And what did you caption it with? You captioned it with Toronto police reassure public. There's no serial killer. Dot, it dot, was dot. a caption from the newspaper. That's all it was. I just uh-uh. reposted it. Yeah. Caption from the newspaper at the time. Yeah. So one of our hosts asked if they looked into Kaylin for the murder of Alora. Like I wasn't, I didn't think so, but like, fuck man, seeing them side by side like you, that. You know what I would, but you know what? She was found far from the village and he was sloppy. He didn't have a car. He didn't, I just, I, I doubt that simply because you know what? I never occurred to me to actually think that to be honest. I don't know why. Yeah. I I do believe Tess was his first hit. And I I do believe he maybe got a thirst for something when he had that brush, 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 pardon me, brush with the law in the sense that he kind of saved some guy's life apparently. So three months earlier, you know, and I don't think, I think Slatter, no, I don't think he was, involved in the I don't think so I truly believe because he had been in the neighborhood four weekends before looking for his first target and yeah, yeah. He was my sister. so I don't believe I really don't believe he had anything to do with it but I do believe whoever did kind of if it wasn't MacArthur uh, had the same yeah. same the same the same uh sort of the carte blanche to, to operate in the neighborhood felt that they that, that you know nothing was being done nobody would notice no yeah. big deal right okay sorry i i didn't uh hear this from anyone before just you now so he was out in the village for four weekends before yeah uh, that's in the trial so his phone pinged every weekend um in the neighborhood yeah. leading up to my sister's homicide and following her homicide he didn't ping there what for- a piece of shit yeah, he didn't ping there for a while. And then he complained to somebody about having the worst weekend of his life. <laughs> you know, and you're just like. What a piece of trash. Like, uh, anyways, call the fucking cops. If something bad, if you want to stick to like, I don't know, something bad must happen. Fucking tell someone something. He bad. did. Yeah. He turned himself in the day his picture was released. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did. He did. We didn't know that until the trial again. But he had actually come forward. But he lawyered up before he came to the police. That's the thing. Serial killers get better. That's what happens. Unfortunately, until they're caught, they get better at their. Is that what everyone thinks of Schlatter? They think he would have been moving on more and more. He was. He's a cold-blooded killer. He's absolutely. He didn't. He didn't even want to. I'm sorry. Like uh, penetrative 
sexual assault. You know, he it was the murder. It was the that's the the turn on for him. Yeah, taking if, her life. And usually if there's going to be a, a sex crime involved, it's not going to be with her pants on. So obviously he liked the fucking uh, what yeah. happened. Right. Like, fuck, yes. what a what a psycho. Yeah. So between uh, your mom and them finding Tess and the capturing of Ass Clown, mm-hmm. uh, what was going on in the background with your family? Were your parents like, or your mom just hammering down on the cops every day? That, that was a weird part. It was just nothing but sadness. And you knew somebody was out there possibly looking at our pain. My mom didn't even want us really posting about our grief. She was worried he was looking and getting off on that. Oh, fuck. Imagine. I didn't even think of that side of things. What a, That's so true. Yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah so so it was sort of like that and you know we did i did ask it didn't it, like they didn't he had deleted all his social medias so they weren't able either they weren't able to pull it up when they did the, the phone when they did the sweep of his phone or phone or it just wasn't relevant to the trial so we didn't hear any of it okay so i see in the articles and stuff that once they moved over to the detectives you guys were okay with the cops so how were the detectives that's a strange relationship i mean again once we got to trial we found out like the slop i mean and again I, i'm gonna i do all due respect to 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 them they gibson and and, and lumanis like they've put up with <laughs> a lot from my family <laughs> like what grieving well crazy grief just texting him all the time at all hours just like my mom and him have like they they went when the when the verdict came in they made a pack not to fight anymore and then they had a big fight <laughs> like, <laughs> oh your mom you know. your mom was fighting with lumanis the whole time or oh yeah they argue with each other all the time yeah, okay yeah, yeah. big time they have the real <laughs> he seems like uh like he just got uh twitter have you seen <laughs> no i got kicked off twitter so oh yes you told me that you got yeah i'm not that I'm not that into it anymore. I'm not that into Twitter anymore. Yeah. So yeah, I got kicked off. So I did not know Lumanis had a Twitter account. That's interesting. Thank you for that. <laughs> but I guess part of the he said he only got a Twitter account after I got kicked off. Yeah, January first he got it. So maybe that was a part of their new initiative to get uh, some sort of tips mm. through social media, right? Because all of them um, have it now. Uh, I don't know if maybe. that's that's just me speculating. I don't know. That's uh, possible. Yeah. Now I got I got a funny question, not a serious question about Lumanis. He looks like he goes in a tanning bed. Can we confirm or deny? Is he a tanning bed kind of guy? <laughs> he looks like he's tan. Uh, I would. I don't know that. I don't know that he has, but I definitely would want if 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 somebody was going to be a tanning bed person, it would be Ted. <laughs> he he seems like a great guy. Huge bush. Okay. Well, then there was action with the homicide detectives at least, right? Like you probably didn't see it all right. happening during the time but once trial came out you're like okay these guys fucking during the trial you guys must have seen how much work they actually did and actually like wow you do you, you do know? but yeah that's what i was getting at there was some things we were very disappointed with i don't understand why they didn't get the judicial authorization for recording in the between the cell insertion that's kind of what the appeals hinging on as well it could have been just like wait you got him in custody wait but i just felt like oh that caused so but like that was like the, the big thing at the trial. That was like just such a circus. Yeah, the cops are uh, they're allowed to do that. From what I understand, they're allowed to plan people, but they're not allowed to like talk to them. They're just allowed to like answer their questions kind of thing. Yeah, um, but you blatantly heard. Yeah. I'm, and I'm sorry, but you blatantly heard one of the UC start the conversation. You've heard it from the booking area camera. Yeah, I hope he doesn't get like, is there any chance for him to get a peel off of this shit? Do you think? I don't know. Oh, I, Imagine, I mean, I assume oh. it, it sounds like it's standard protocol that this is what all convicted killers yeah. do. Their last chance at saving their ass. No, you you got to. If you're going to get a life in jail, right. you're going to try to appeal it, right? It doesn't matter so, who you are. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope the undercover thing isn't going to affect. They didn't take swabs from. They didn't take swabs from her neck. Really. 
to Why? try and match to a scarf. Well, they said that it wouldn't matter because if he was wearing a scarf and they had a consensual encounter as he's maintaining that, but like there were no, like we, I, no. until, until the informant took the stand, we yeah. walked out feeling like he was completely getting off. Like we were, there was, Oh, wow. Yeah. We were defeated. Wow. And then the informant took the stand and suddenly Ted's told us that one day we're going to go for a drink after the appeals hurt and he's going to answer our questions and, and oh. be able to make the appeal. So, you know, we'll be able to ask more about why these things. I, you know what? I bet fuck being a homicide detective is a fucking hard job. Yeah, uh, I do. And I, that's why it's again, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure you guys, uh, texting him and all that kind of stuff wasn't he probably gets that all the time he probably didn't care about that he cared more about the little slip-ups that you guys see or the big slip-ups that you guys see and probably stresses about that just as much as you guys do right. you don't get into like homicide detecting if you don't give a shit about people i i, I no. firmly believe and that you know there's you know what every time we text like sent a text whatever time it was it was minutes well good for him you know good for him every time of the day it was like middle of the night within minutes there was never a a long waiting period at all and you know you got five of us my mother and my fourth me and my three yeah um sisters texting him so oh yeah i know know, we certainly didn't make his job easy i just want to point out he's still a police officer so obviously you know there's a little bit of probably oh there's venting about you guys guaranteed to his partner at least like fuck you these know girls what I mean? won't leave like, me alone you know, but fuck like, yeah we turn around and then you know we're happy with the result but then we turn around and yeah if it was personal at ted he would have been named yeah that you know they're directly we're trying to keep them separate as much as possible because you know i know they've all lawyered up those two uh cops especially have they even said like fuck shit sorry or anything like if they have no, but they can't, right? Because they haven't had misconduct That's hearings true. yet. They haven't had, so they have to wait apparently till the appeals heard before they even have their misconduct. So we'll yeah. have to wait and see on that. I mean, it sounds like the police as an organization, well, I mean, they, they've 100% accepted their responsibility. Yes, uh, the other day. I saw so, that. We'll talk know, about that in a really, bit too. Yeah, they can't really say that then there was no failure, right? With those two officers. Oh, for sure. Uh, I noticed Mark Saunders isn't chief of police anymore. Do you think that has to do with you guys? Do you guys think you put a pressure on yeah. him to get him the fuck out of there? Yeah, 100%. Or I, I, yeah, or like, I mean, just it was going so disastrously that it was like, you yeah. know, I think well, he probably he's got not the greatest health either, he, you know? On his little speech on the way out, he made it sound like, oh, I'm just done. But they they just hired him to go on for another year. So I'm assuming it was you guys. I don't know. That's just me talking. I'm assuming it's part of that, that you guys just pressured, not just you, but everyone involved in the whole. He resigned within, there was day, a couple of days within being served and our press conference. And he resigned somewhere in the middle of that. So yeah. Timing, coincidental, I don't know, but it sure looks well to, for, to me as a layman whose hat wasn't around. It looks like you guys just pressured him the fuck out of him. That's good. Didn't he get annoyed with yeah. you guys calling him? Like, didn't, didn't, the, oh. <laughs> didn't the detective have to tell you guys <laughs> to stop calling? Yeah, that was my mom. That's my mom. <laughs> not even tell. It's just my mom. My mom is not going to just sit there and just be told that this is how it is and that's it, right? Yeah, She's yeah. got questions. She wants to know about changes. She wants to know what's going on. So she was calling pretty frequently and just oh, the God. one opportunity that he I had was it. that Ted was in tri- at trial with us every day. And Ted was like, no, I legit uh, love it. I love, I love your mom. My mom's she's, not going to stop. Yeah. She's the greatest. Like, wow. yeah, she's, she's, she's OG man. She's, she's so awesome. She's totally gangster. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm so scared of her and I'm in my <laughs> 40s. <laughs> like, 
Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> my mom, yeah, no. And I mean, my mom's gangster. So, yeah, no. Like, I, if she says she's going to do something. The cops did not know it was coming. And and you guys did. Like, as soon as you saw her on a warpath, you're like, fucking cops don't know what they're coming oh, for. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not under any illusions about my mother. I mean, she's, and, and not in a bad way. I mean, I know she's a very strong. Yeah. Uh, passionate and you know stubborn yeah person. for sure um, you know and i think that's you know i think they're great qualities those are not that's not me criticizing it certainly came like i'm i'm very like i said i'm very proud of those qualities yeah we're we're all super proud of her uh, yeah us as a team like the four of us are like wow like yeah. shining you guys you two i you shouldn't sell yourself no, short you guys you know are all no, you guys are all the see. front doing what yeah, you needed but, to do and it's awesome yeah yeah, but she was like, you know, she's the one who had to find her. And, yeah, you know, well, that's it's her, it's her youngest, it's her baby. And it's, you know, it's I can't imagine that part. The people you want that, that you know, that you would normally run to, say, if you were going through something that you'd run to, are the same people that are just going through the same thing. They're just as devastated. They can't really support you. You can't support them because yeah. we're all, no, for sure, in a shit shape, you know? So, yeah, yeah oh. but I am. I'm, my mom, I'm very proud of her holding up going to the trial every day she went every single day did you miss out on any Most, days i did uh there was days there was a couple days where i actually like <laughs> in my head because i was taking notes yeah i was like i had kind of strategically hey if i run and stick this in his throat and squiggle <laughs> or whatever that is scramble <laughs> i don't know what that is so there was a couple days where i was like super angry and i couldn't trust myself like i was actually almost violent myself like i wow. felt like I was in danger of getting shot by a bailiff because i keep it in check so i kind of did there was a couple days and they were mostly the days like where like i didn't go for the pathologist yeah. i didn't want to see photos no for sure you know that's my i i did my sisters are very brave they were able to stay yeah. in there but i i i was I'm a total coward i couldn't do it you you went to pretrial though, right? A lot of people couldn't go to pretrial. Yeah. No, none of them did. I did. Was there any uh, crazy things at pretrial that they didn't actually mm-hmm. get into court? Yeah. So the first day, and I mean that was horrible, but they played a video, a ten minute video they found on his phone that uh, they played the porn. Yeah. It's well, no, but it was it was in open court, but it was not. It wasn't. It was the the pretrial where they were determining what was going in. But yeah, he they played like we were all sitting in the room together. It was on every monitor in the courtroom. Oh my God. That's so gross. Oh, it was awful. And it was 10 minutes long. And I know she was down there. So 10 minutes of listening to that video, which was effectively like living through my sister's actual homicide. So it was almost identical, but the video was 10 minutes and she was, he was down there for 45, 10 minutes was, I mean, 10 minutes of listening to that video. I had to put my head down, but I refused to leave refused because it was only the first day too and i was like i'm not going to be forced out of here the first day but had i known i don't know yeah so i i did and it was i couldn't imagine 45 whatever i mean oh. they said it's quick she was probably already gone and he was doing other weird things but yeah oh my god know, i'm so sorry for the you. time <laughs> it's okay i'm so sorry you had to sit there through that i didn't know they did the whole thing i knew they like talked about it in pre-trial i didn't know, you know they, they showed it, it. That's fucked. That's crazy. I wrote down like in my notes, I have like where to find the, the video on the website. Like I'm never going to go look for it, but I just, they said they were going to play a short pornographic video. Everyone must've been just horrified that that was playing. Like, well, once the press realized that they weren't able to report on it, they took off. So they were not going to come back for the two weeks until the trial actually started. It was me. 
it was my supporters from the 519, a therapy dog and the lady that uh, came with the therapy dog, Shatter's family, um, himself, a couple members of the press. There was a member of the public that showed up every day. And then there was sometimes students that came in. So um, at that time, it was four o'clock in the afternoon. It was the first day. It was kind of late in the day, I guess, as far as court standards go. So yeah. there were very few people in the courtroom. But I was, it was me, him, and his family. Yeah. Oh, God. And, like, how close were they to you guys? Arm length? No. God, no. Shoe God. throw length? But probably about, let's say about maybe 12 feet. And they were, you found out some more weird shit about them in the pretrials. Uh, how we like to be naked. Naked. They walk around naked in front of each other. She At home they do that? Um, yeah. And then he would had lots of one night stands. Oh, hot. And like, she was all, she was like used to it. I guess they had a little parade. And I mean, I did hear from people in pretrial as well that he had a normal sex life, I guess. Yeah. Like it was a little more exciting than maybe ours was. Our mine is, we're on ours. But... I know you looked at me and said he didn't have an exciting one, which I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, no, I know. I mean, like, no, I just mean like did have threesomes and there was, you know, people that testified to that. Yeah. The people that he had them with. So, you know, he was having normal. Yeah sort of the things that he bragged about but then so, so so there was I guess women leaving his house a lot and his mom got him jobs at the university posing naked for those uh, art classes she used to do that too right she does it as well they did a search on the word bath and they came up like 57 56 times just the the time they started checking his phone from the first month of, I probably around the first of November to his arrest yeah they like to my understanding is take together like him and his mom and his dad yeah like as adults like not as you know kids like oh imagine oh i can't even imagine getting in a bath with my mom i'd be so grossed out right right so the judge and apparently there was even a girlfriend one time so the judge wouldn't let it go before the jury either he said it was like well it might be unsafe i think it was something along the lines as terminology as well it might be unsavory lifestyle choice it's not it's not exactly criminal and it doesn't really necessarily have a bearing on whether or not he did what he did in the stairwell. Yeah. And you know what? I'm glad he didn't. And they still got him because he fucking hammered down with it at the end too of the trial. Right. He was like, the jury didn't get to see what I saw, but I saw it. So fuck you. Basically is what he said. It was great. I yeah. was the judge good. Did you guys find that uh, justice? I fried it. Damn brought. That's right. Damn brought. Yeah. Um, he was, um, well, the, you know, interesting. He came in with the friendliest face the first day. Yeah. And it was like, this guy's like, I'm, a judge on a murder trial like he's you know not that he was not because i was i took exception to him being pleasant of course not this yeah, professionally like we introduced it the, all the councils introduced themselves and so it wasn't it wasn't in that way it just looked like you know he looked like a really nice like a grandpa like you know cool mm-hmm. and then the first time i saw him lose his shit i was like oh, okay this guy can <laughs> Well, what do you lose it how many times do you lose his shit like what do you lose his shit over many times man oh oh one time he had to throw Helga. What, um, what did Helga the mother do? Of, the mother of Slatter's mother, Helga Slatter. They they had to throw. Then there was a, a journalist. <laughs> his, his GPS came on and it just said, "Turn left and your destination is here." <laughs> to the courthouse. It was like please, three sixty one University Avenue. So the judge said to him, he, "The judge was like, would you like to leave?" And the guy was like, "No, no, sorry." And the judge was like, "Leave." Oh God! Like, I, sorry, I didn't mean to rephrase. I, I didn't mean to ask it in a question form. I, I meant to say, get out. So he kicked him out. 
That's yeah. great. He sounds um, like a character and a half anyway. Oh uh, yeah, you know, he told off the he told off Lydia Riva, who was counsel for the defense, many times. Like yeah. they like it was almost at first it was like really cringy. Like I have a thick skin, but I was like, whoa, like she keeps getting told off. And then you get kind of used to it. <laughs> I didn't really do as much research on her as I should have. Was she is she like an expensive lawyer? Like, are they rich kids? Like, is he a rich kid? No. Well, we were under that impression, but it sounds like no. It sounds like his dad has a job him a job yeah they have own a house in toronto yeah. well um, that's pretty rich then <laughs> bringing the house in exactly like so there, yeah. there's maybe asset you know but they're not i hope they leveraged their whole mortgage on the defense and i hope they lose their house no it's all we're all paying for that <laughs> are you kidding what do you mean they legal aid. Uh, that was legal aid. really and he's getting legal aid again for his appeal yeah yeah absolutely i don't know where he's got the lawyer for the civil case but um wow yeah fuck that guy yeah. I was telling uh, the other girls about how you were telling me they almost showed his dick in court just to show how big his cock was. <laughs> like, how fucking stupid. Like, I don't understand. The- that was so... I actually had a dream about that after we talked about it. Um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, it was a, a nightmare, rather. I woke up like, uh, like, like, it was back to sort of we had to decide whether. So that was, again, the conversation me and my mom had. Yes. Which was, we knew that they were good. They... they there was a picture that they wanted to introduce and was going to be introduced yeah. as um, an exhibit. And it was meant to be a naked selfie that he sent <sighs> to someone. He bragged about being, that's, that was, I guess, part, yeah. I guess that was context in which to introduce that picture was that he bragged about his, the size. Uh, he bragged about his prowess. Yeah, so the picture was going to be introduced and it was introduced. Uh, but we weren't sure how it was good because, you know, they don't really keep us updated. They like even if it's going to be a crime scene photo, like we don't get a lot of notice. OK, like they kind of like give us a head nod and we have to get out really fast. So there's not a lot of notice. So we weren't and we were learning this as we were getting through the days of the trial. Yeah, so yeah. we were learned that the picture was going to be posted. My mom and I actually were like, are you going to look? Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's so gross. Like, I don't I don't <sighs> want to. But at the same time, like is it relative to the case like we had to be like weigh out kind of the pros and cons of why we would look at something like i don't understand why they would even put it in the trial it doesn't well i I can't remember and i'll be honest with you i took notes i can't remember the context of that like there's some days where it's just a blur just from just emotion so some things feel like he just was like show him the picture of my dick right guys and everyone's like no we don't want to no but i don't think it was the defense i think it was the crown really it was the crown though that wanted introduced yeah it was it was our side that wanted it maybe maybe it was to prove that he was a liar because he actually had a micro dick well i think it was or it was to prove that everything he said i think they were trying to prove everything that he said to the ucs was true so that everything magic he talked about they did a search on his phone about magic yeah yeah. magic the gathering for everyone who's listening yeah the 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 magic game right yeah Yeah, so when they did the term search, that's when, um, you know, they 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 wanted to find out because he told the cops that he doesn't mind being naked. He's proud of his big weirdo, whatever, and yeah, whatever, right? Oh, I got you. So they would show that he actually does have a big dick. Was to show that that he or that he like that he that he thinks this or that he's obviously very proud that like he's have no shame the way he's. I got you. So they're trying to prove that actually everything he said in those cells was actually true right i think is the context i again i took notes but some, some no no and like, you know, know what those... well, i don't know why i'm like oh i can't remember why me and my mom were debating whether or not to look at his <laughs> sister's oh, naked selfie like it's so when you put it like you know no no it's so it's... lonely it's almost like yeah hilarious because it's like 
It is, but it's not. Not a, like this whole story sad, but there's always funny shit that happens in dark, life, right? Dark humor, because you know, I could look back on it. I'm like, that's really the discussion we had to have, and For sure. it's weird. <laughs> but For it's, sure, was real. It was a reality, our reality. Yeah, there's funny stuff. We so, talked on the phone about how yeah. when COVID started, you guys had to exit and come back in the room a bunch of times. And you, uh, what happened? That's a funny story too. I would like. To- well, that wasn't even COVID. That was because of the undercover. Oh, that's so, right. Like, so like we'd have to leave. And then they bring them in so we none of us could see them being brought in. And they'd be behind the screens and then we'd be allowed back in. Just just for reference so people understand. So when they would bring in the undercover cops, so no one would, uh, none of the uh, people that were in the courtroom would see who they were. They'd have to empty out the courtroom, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah, sorry. Yes, the UCs, the undercover. There's yeah. UC1 and UC2. Yeah. So there's two undercover officers. So UC1 and yeah. they, they testified separately because they're not allowed to share notes. So one had to sort of corroborate. So the defense was finding holes in what one was saying and the other because they would come out of their cells while they were undercover and make notes. And then go back in the cell and then come back out. And then they would do their final sort of, they, because they still work in that capacity for TBS, they, none of us could see their faces. Oh, so they're still undercovers. That's why they didn't want to show anybody's right, face. Ah, right. see, there you like, go. like there's a lot of people who got anonymity, but we were allowed to see them because it was an open court. Of course. But they just wrote through the publication ban, right? Yeah. So with the, with the UCs, they, none of us were allowed to see them we'd shuffle in then they we'd have to leave so they could bring them in because we'd have to open court wait for the judge so they'd have to send us out they bring in the uc lydia of course would say uh well actually judge i wanted to bring something up and not in front of the ucs after we got settled back into the car so oh. then we'd have to leave again and then they'd have to take them out then we could come back in and hear what lydia was asking the judge then we'd have to leave again they bring the UC back oh, God. in. Then we could, it, could, it was it could get seriously ridiculous. Yeah, and how close so was, did you have to get to like the 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 Schlatters and the other side of people? Like how how fucking nearby did you have to get to them? Well, and that's the worst part. I mean, you, we would sometimes hear something like shocking and want to say something to each other, but the Schlatters are there, journalists are there, the yeah. defense counsels there, people from the public are there overhearing. So we're trying our best to kind of shake them off. We did our best to to avoid them but it was unavoidable Helga took my sister's table one point downstairs at the cafe I heard she took your sister's <laughs> my sister told me this? that one of my sisters told me that oh my god yeah like that they kind of they picked the table but then they had to get up and get something because it's a it's like a self-serve kind of you go up and it's like a tray and I guess she like literally took their table and looked them in the eye when she did it but I wasn't there what kind of a weird power play move is that like uh, it was weird. She did some weird stuff. Curtsying. I, she curtsied? I didn't hear she this curtsied one. curtsied her son. Yeah, she would curtsy her son when they brought him in. <laughs> I'm sorry like, for was, laughing, oh, but what? Oh, no, no, I know. It was insanity. We were just like, I don't even look at my lovers like that. It was like, it was gooey. It was like, she was almost like in a daze. Oh, my God. Oh, it was like, like just this weird grin and this, oh, it was so I'm, I'm going to force the story out of you because I really like it. So one time you guys bumped into each other. <laughs> that was horrible. Oh my goodness. You know what? Um, the Helga story. That was, hor- that was, that was actually pretty traumatic, but. Oh, it's only funny because like, you, with the wording you use. So I, I'm well, sorry okay. I'm forcing I mean, it out of you. Word, but, <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Because it is. Uh, you know what? It's my story to tell. It's not something that happened to another family member. Yeah. <laughs> Although to tell the cafeteria story so one day I think I was rushing I don't think I was late but it was like you know the judge always is a little bit late so I was like just I wanted to be on time have my seat not miss a thing there's like a two set like there's a first set of heavy doors and then there's like a a middle buffer area 
and then there's another set. So when you open the doors, the uh, commissioner, I believe they're called, they hear the doors open and they open the doors to see who's trying to come in while court's going on, or they try to, you know, they take control of the doors and send you on your way so that there's no banging and interrupting in the proceedings. I remember just pulling the door open and I knew that the commissioner would usually open it, but I took the, the door furthest from them because I was just trying to get past them fast and get yeah, to the yeah. seat. And I, just as I opened the second and in my rush, complete horrible nightmare timing, I smashed into Helga. Oh no. And I mean, <laughs> face to face, body to body. Are you guys me. the same height and everything? I, like it seemed, yeah. it seemed, I mean, it was very fast. Cause I, I, it, at first we were both, I think, you know, she liked to play games, but I think she was just as. Yeah. yeah of course. Like, for sure. She was quite prepared either. Cause I saw her go, Oh my God. Sorry. And I went, ah, <laughs> ah. like, I remember yelling expletive. Like I was that get off me. Like I'm still trying to get in there. And like, you're still in my yeah, way yeah. still. Right. Like it wasn't just that we collided. It was then trying to get out it of like it. the grinding and trying to get across each other. Oh, yeah. It was awful. And so everyone turned to look. <laughs> but thank god the judge the actual i don't believe the, the judge was not in there at that point thankfully and everyone turned to look but nobody act what ha- had seen what happened so i kind of i walked over to where my mom and all our supporters were sitting that far end of the courtroom and i went and my mom's kind of looking up like looking at me like there was she heard the commotion yeah. but she didn't know what the hell was going on so i was like did, like and i didn't know that they didn't see it like i was did you see that like did you see yeah, that yeah. she's like my mom's like no what happened what happened and i'm like my titties touched Helga's titties. <laughs> and I like, and my mom was like, oh no. Like she felt my pain oh, for me. Like God. I was like, like she totally knew what must have happened because she kind of heard the commotion. Yeah, she put yeah. it together because I was like, my oh God. And then I could hear laughter kind of within our side, the way I was kind of like fall, fake crying, but still like, oh my God, I did not want to start my day. Like, oh, God. like I felt like, even though she didn't violate me, I felt violated. Oh no, of God, course. It it's such a, it's such a human thing. That's what I was telling you on the phone. It's such like yeah. a, where everyone's like, we're, we're on this side, we're on that side, but you guys did that one human thing where you guys bumped oh. into each other. And she probably had the exact same thought as you like, fuck, I just touched Verena's titties and went oh. sat over to her side. It's so human it's just that like you know that these things they're awkward you can't sort of there's nothing you can do and it was like shocking but at the same time i'm weird so i put a weird humor to it like i was like there's a huge thing going on around you guys super life impacting and everything else and at the end of the day everyone could still have their human moment right and i I find that so and you guys were you guys were intimidating a force i would imagine in the courtroom too like when schlatter was up there you guys must have just been fuck the you and just staring him down like a little oh yeah absolutely like well and you know he had to turn and face me every time he was cuffed and uncuffed so that was several times a day if you factor in recesses and lunches and how long was he on the stand for yeah the stand itself he was on he was on for about an hour the first day which he was um that was examination in chief and then whatever he said bev stood up that's our side the crown the lead crown yeah stood up and she said to the judge she asked for his indulgence to not begin her cross-examination till the next day yeah, yeah. she said she apologizes because we had so many different problems with the trial she apologized and sent us on our way so we returned the next day and definitely a full courtroom that day that that was a that's when bev i would say destroyed him yeah i heard that part of the trial where he just uh had really had no to, answers yeah. for anything and he just tried his best but he dig himself deeper and deeper right 
it was horrible for him. I mean, I couldn't believe he took the stand. You should never take the stand. That's a, even if you're innocent, you should never take the stand because they're going to try and twist everything you say into making it sound like you did it anyway. So you might as well just stay right. off the stand. So he must've been desperate. That's it. Yeah. He must've been, or he, or he still thinks he's smarter than everyone. I don't know. It's I, I can't believe that that guy would think he's smarter than anyone. Honestly, like as soon as you went, you, first of all, you turned yourself in stupid. You drank in front of police officers and put your shit in the garbage. Stupid. You talked to the two guys beside you in a, well, and that's why he got caught. Cell, stupid. That's why he was going to, he was a budding. He was going to get better at his craft, but yeah. he was so sloppy. He was so stupid stupid the first time and yeah. i mean no but if he thinks he was smart he he is stupid you know what i mean if you think you're oh, smart very. after what you did you're stupid very. all of it's stupid you're you're not a very. smart guy oh and there was so much we didn't know like i didn't know like the last name i was like oh i'd keep listening to the video of him speaking on global news and i couldn't tell if he was foreign or not foreign not that it mattered it was just trying to learn anything about him yeah like oh is he okay schlatter oh why is his why is his father's name bird and why do they refer to his father? They say it's his father, not his stepfather. But even in text messages, Peter's going to get dinner. Did you want anything? So that this is something I didn't really know anything about. So he was uh, a last different last name was Bird, but they would he in text messages he would sit call him Peter, not Dad. His mother would like so help like she would say, "Hey, uh, you know, I hate calling him by his first name. It totally humanizes him, and he's yeah. not human." She would say to her son, "Hey, do you want?" this for dinner peter's going to panera or whatever oh, you know so like, she it's a weird way of communicating i don't know i my well, parents can, would and, say and, your and dad or your bird, mom right? but she's helga schlatter yeah. but even somebody that there was a blog that i found somebody that lived with them before the boys were born and she was with peter bird then so he's meant to be the father huh. like the timing before like he's it's just a, imagine well, oh, that's such a hey man it, 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 it's the 21st century if you want to take your mom's last name that's cool i guess but that's and this isn't this, any of these things like is he foreign or these are not any kind of yeah like, of course anything, anything of course terrible like that because i don't think that I, it's just trying to find out what we no, could. Of, course, of course anything i didn't they wouldn't even give us his birthday so i could have a beer and toast him in jail. I had to find out. And then the, uh, the trial starts and they give us everything. Like, why couldn't you just tell us that? Um, yeah, this we is, just, uh, we just want to know there's nothing. We're not going to open accounts in his name. Like I said to you, we were talking on the phone. It's like knowing a lot is a good form of like when you lost control and shit, it's a good way of like having to right. be able to separate it in your mind and keep it under as much yeah. control as you possibly can. Right. So right and now I'm, you're having a hard time even knowing what he does in jail. Right. Right, 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 exactly. And, you know, and you're never going to know what goes on with somebody's head like that. But the control, that's one, that is one aspect of it. But okay, all of a sudden, our lives are just totally destroyed. Who did this? Why? Yeah, for who sure. Did this? Like, who, who's this person? So, you know, and then you expect some, I, you know, you always expect the guy to be like driving some shitty vehicle with white, like, you know, with a white tank top on and missing teeth and some gross, greasy, pillar looking guy like Ivan Millette or, you know. But you've got this guy that looks... He's a fucking nerd. He looks like somebody I'd probably chat to in the street. Not because I think he looks cool or anything. Just, you know, he looks normal. Yeah, he's a nerd. He's a little nerd, which is different, right? It's not what you expect. The, the media makes it sound like all murderers have tattoos on their faces and want to, like, eat your children and talk about it openly, right? But yeah. uh, by that description, look at me. I'm covered, right? Well, and plus, I got a bald head. Mean, and that's no, right. Sure. Like that's that's what you can't. And that's what I mean. Like it's not about a like. And that's what I'm saying. It's not about him being poor. Yeah. It's not about appearances. It's not that those are any kind of strikes against him. It was just yeah. When you're trying to, when your whole life, when when your sister has been murdered mm -hmm. and your family's destroyed, like you just know that this is it, and it's all over the news. Who who did this? And I feel, I feel like what you're explaining is just that what I'm talking about with the control is like, who took the control away from my life 
And how can I get my control back? And why is this, Absolutely. you know, and it's not a bad thing. This is natural. This is what I would do too. It's like, yeah. tell me every yeah, last bit awesome. of this fuckhead. Because who does this? I just didn't understand yeah. who does this. Like I get that there's, I, and I know I went, I went to, you know, I've taken a lot of crime courses. Yeah. I know about a lot of this stuff at the end of the day, again, it's the objective and subjective when it's, it's like, okay, I know that, you know, there was a profile and whatever, but me and like, okay, somebody murdered my sister. Who? Yeah. Why? Who's this little, Who, kid? Who's this little shit? Yeah. Fuck Who's this, this little guy. shit? Like, when, 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 how old is he? What, where is he? What's his family? What's he, what, what happened? Why is, sure. why was it taken out on my sister in a stairwell? You know what I mean? Why? Like, wh- how did these lives, these families collide all in one quick, horrible, horrible, violent act. So, you know, you just kind of want to know, like, you're just curious, right? In the yeah. same way that people were curious in the public about what Tessa's family was like or what Tessa's like. No, know? and that's that's part of the reason people like true crime uh, in just in general is that it gives you some sense of, like, well, how did this happen to them and how can I keep it from happening to me? And it's just... That's a, it. You that's know? it. Yeah. And I don't know how to even put it into a, you know, public service announcement because what am i supposed to say don't go out don't go meet you no there's no real answer there's no straight answer to that this one is hard to it's not like it was a domestic violence case where i can say okay or this guy had a previous conviction of something similar and he was still let out to continue to offend that didn't happen there's no real fuck up like other than the cops with allowing him to work there he was always going to be a murderer like he was just not going to it it probably wouldn't have been my sister it would not have been my sister it wasn't for the police yeah i mean sorry to say and another family would be in our shoes of so course. i don't i'm not wishing that on them either no I no just, nobody thinks you know, that it either. just wouldn't have been my sister yeah so no yeah. and the cops are <laughs> fucked for that like uh we all know that you guys are uh suing the police right now and the bar mm-hmm. and the and the mm-hmm. uh family the schlatter family in general i don't think you'll ever see any money from the schlatters but i hopefully no get you know we're that, you know you know what the reason for that is no i there's don't actually i'd like an actual reason for that so yeah. Um, the reason for that is because if he does get parole, he'll be in his mid forties. Okay. So if his, if his parents die and he gets an inheritance mm-hmm. or from the house or he, it's so that he doesn't just get to walk back into life. And yeah. When you said they're, they pay him two fifty a day or something too. Right. So apparently have, I'm, I'm yeah. working on getting that confirmation, but yeah, it's, it does seem it, my understanding is that every prisoner gets, gets some sort of money, whether, $50 a day. Yeah in prison just for being in prison so that they have the state wants to focus on rehabilitation as opposed to punitive of course um reasons for you know and and i think some cases you can't be rehabilitated right yeah uh i i don't want to get too much into the lawsuits i know it's still going on i know everyone lawyered up no uh forward progress on that so that's cool and i hope you get every dime from the police uh i did see that they came out with the report this week thank you the report (laughs) came out this week it was very damning it wasn't going to help their case at all i don't think let's talk about that a little bit today I don't know what it means. I didn't even. Yeah, um, it definitely changes our case, obviously. Yeah. But I didn't call my lawyer to ask because I don't really care. My take from it was uh, I watched the press conference. I read a little bit of the it's eleven hundred pages, the report. and There's one hundred and fifty one different recommendations for the Toronto police, just for everyone who's listening, which recommendations. Do you think they have to take any like do they have to do any of them or is it just recommendations like they're going to do them they're, or they're we're not going like I mean, we'll just and we'll this not is stop. And, they, and I, I know how annoying we can be. I know how really like life affecting yeah. we can be. <laughs> so do it. May, save us the fight. I, I was, I'll be honest, I was prepared for yeah. a whitewash. And what we got was a profuse, full, complete apology and acceptance of responsibility. 
it was an incredible turn of events the other day because really we were prepared for because then in, in the email they said this is going to be a very upsetting and triggering time so we yeah. thought oh, cool. you know it's going to be just you know that, that it's all going to favor the police yeah. and it's going but, to because it's one you know they're all in the same kind of they're all the system they're all the state right i think like uh the whole explosion after george floyd and everything cops would be stupid to just say cops are the best right now it, you guys right. got uh not saying that george floyd's death was lucky or you guys got lucky in any way what i'm trying to say is it the timing on this was so perfect for reform and it's it's amazing that yeah yeah. It really was in that sense. Like in the sense, like if, if it's the time for accountability, like you, the, the, it's a basic, your motto is to protect and serve. And it doesn't seem like you're doing yeah, a lot either. of the recommendations have to do with like civilian involvement, which I really like. I think that's something right. that they should have been doing a long yep. time ago. I do like that. They already put the missing yep. persons uh, force into effect with some civilians. So that's actually really amazing coming from that side of things. Right. Uh, I, I noticed yeah. that James Raymer, he kept saying that, uh, he says a lot of it wasn't intentional, but we are going to be doing better. Can you give us a chance? He was putting himself, he didn't really throw Mark Saunders under the bus as much as I thought he would. No, no. He, I, I actually said, I think he was, I took Me him too. as genuine. Like, actually, like, I don't, it doesn't fix anything. It doesn't change anything, but I do, I did, I did feel the apology was genuine. I want the best for these police officers now that they've actually have something in front of them to work towards. And I hope you guys feel that way too, or you specifically, oh, yeah. not your... I went to university for law myself and I understand the importance and the role yeah. of the legal system and the, the, the judicial system and the policing system and, and, and the roles. And I do think that definitely it needs revamping. I think that unions for police is a terrible yeah. idea. No, well, it's government, uh, man. You need, you, know. you need to have unions of government though. Cause they'll just cut and cut and cut. It's no. And that's true, but you got to find the, between though like i don't think that 120 officers should be suspended with yeah that's rough. our officer one of our officers charged with misconduct in our case he has a criminal record from something he did while really a police yeah. officer already he ordered a gun adapter that's illegal in canada from the states so he got in trouble he got a little bit in got a criminal record but he got he was on full pay for his whatever suspension that he got and then he went back to work and now he's now been done again now like you can't have a criminal record to become a police officer, but you can totally acquire one while one and then get all the protections. Something needs to be fixed there too, I think. Pretend let's let's go a little bit in the future and you get you guys get the lawsuit goes through, you okay. get goes in your favor. Do you think they'll just get suspended and then put back into work or do you think they'll get fucking fired? Yeah, I think I think we even looked at what their maximum sentence, their maximum punishment could be, and it was something stupid yeah. like you know, a week without pay or some or a week with pay or something. I can't remember. I, I, cause I haven't yeah, yeah. looked too much into it lately. There's like, again, it's a lot of information. No, of There's a lot of players of in this whole. No, I'm just mess. asking like as a, what you guys think. Yeah. I mean, I think he should be, I think he shouldn't be serving yeah. anymore. Like, I don't think he's cut out to be a police officer. If he thinks he can break the law, if he doesn't think that he was condescending, they, they weren't just not doing their job. I mean, they were really rude to my mom. Like when my mom went, when my mom found Tess and she went screaming at the street, the cop didn't even want to hear what she was saying. He was just more upset that he was, she was freaking out. He was like, calm, calm, no, you calm oh down, God. calm down. Like, meanwhile, she's like in her head thinking my daughter might be able to be yeah. saved. Go save her even though she knew she was gone. She knew what she saw, but she still thought like savers cop on the bicycle, just sitting there being a oh, dick fuck. to her, like nah. a total dick. And that's, you know, and this is sort of like, I think everyone's had to run in with a cop that's smug and doesn't just, they're not just trying to help the, you know, they're kind of 
they feel like they're superior and they they're the authority and you know it feels knowing how they treated my mom there is a, a real sense of sort of poetic justice that they're all apologizing the police force the whole police force of toronto what the biggest police force yeah. in the country is going to change because of my mom and my sister and and of course all of bruce yeah MacArthur's and all victims. bruce MacArthur's victims and alora and alora exactly like, let's not forget about her all of us what's not and that's why i'm gonna keep i want i want it up i'm gonna every time that there's like a burst yeah. of press that's when i'm going to keep highlighting alora i'm gonna take advantage of that that's kind of you know i'm learning not to say the game but no no you know i think it can be mutually beneficial that's why i'm speaking out you know it can be i'm mutually happy you're beneficial. finding something to use the pain for right uh and if that's if it's to help alora just alora fuck yeah right yeah like if i can just like you know what i mean like try and shine a yeah. light on that when when there's a burst of press yeah. just to well i was just gonna say i know in a horrible way we're kind of the yeah. lucky ones and, and i agree we're not looking for tessa's body we're not looking for her killer she wasn't found decomposed mm-hmm. on the side of a road she was laying there but she, you know she was still mm-hmm. intact i guess and there's something that i don't know why feels if she was just bones or you know decomposition at the side of the road it would no you found her more. and you put her to bed think, you know it's right and we've got the person and he's in so for for what like and i know how much that means because i'd be going crazy if he was still walking the streets i'd be mm-hmm. like i said hunting i'd be like doing some crazy mm-hmm. shit i'll tell you that and we got kind of that completion it doesn't make it we're not lucky but it doesn't matter but we certainly have, we know where she is. We've mm-hmm. laid her to rest. And Laura, you know, she's been found, but where's, you know, her killers walking around doing whatever, as, unless, it, unless it's MacArthur. But it doesn't no. seem like it followed his normal no. sort of MO. So it's hard to say. It looks like somebody else might, you know, operating as well. Uh, With the MacArthur thing, I doubt it because they had lots of pictures and everything else. He was a fuckhead too, right? So I don't, right. I, they would know by right. now. Uh, right. And whoever it is, fuck that guy. I, I kind of feel that way. I kind of yeah. feel that way. Okay, so we went over the they had the police report. Did you read a lot of it, or I, I tried? It's just long. Yeah, I haven't read any of it. I was, I was, no, I actually have every intention yeah. of reading that. I tried to start sinking my teeth into it a couple times, and yeah. just I needed to cut some time. Like a, a I needed, yeah, I just that's fine. some time. From what you've seen so far, do you guys do you feel vindicated at all, like uh, from the police or? Simply because I'm relieved that I don't okay. have to fight. I really expected a whitewash yeah. the other day. And I thought, oh, like I'm so tired yeah. right now, you know, like fighting. Yeah. It's, you know, we have to do it. And then I, I um, will do it. But it's just, you know, I am tired. It's not like it's no, just no, naturally. It like, uh, takes a toll. It's easy, you know, it's something. Yeah, it does. It does. It really does. So some days I have to I just step away from this it. for like a month straight, a little bit, two months maybe. And it took a lot out of me and I can't imagine living it, you know. So I really, really, really appreciate you uh, taking the time with me today. You're super awesome for doing it. Uh, Thank you. And I really appreciate you sharing our story. Yeah. Uh, um, I do. It's not an attention thing or anything like that. It's just. No. And, and for me, it's not ghoulish at all. I'm actually very interested and I want you guys to be uh, heard, honestly, because uh, this true crime yeah. thing is so popular right now that people forget. And I want to put a little bit onto that. Uh, also, if, uh, you have, I know you don't really, we kind of talked to this before, but if you have anything 
that the show or myself can do to help out? Maybe if you have you ever actually, here's a question I really have. Have you ever thought of maybe trying to get on that missing persons thing for the state, uh, for the Toronto police? Have you ever thought of that being like, I thought about it. I did. I thought about it. And I don't think I, I not now. I'm not honestly, I'm not emotionally stable enough to try and even I, I'm trying to find I and some people seem to do that. Like, you know, we were helped out by Tim's tribute, which yeah. is Tim Bosma's family. They started okay. a, a foundation that helps families at trial because yeah, yeah. it's so expensive, especially if it's out of your yeah. jurisdiction, right? And you're not given it much. You're like we were given five thousand dollars for the whole family for two years of court cases oh, in that's, Toronto. That's Hotels, nothing. That's food. a month. That's that's a thousand dollars each. That's one. That's one court yeah. date. No, and you guys all put your lives on hold and everything else. So that's completely, and it comes out of your own pocket, and you know, and it's you, you're going to do it. But it, it, it's it, they noticed they knew that, so they've done a foundation where they give us gift cards so that like you can go and eat, you can you know, like there's Tim Horton cards. You can go have a copy on court recess. You can go and have. They were so generous. I mean, I can't like I think it was such a brilliant. Thing, like and I, you know I'll be rewarding them back if there was a settlement that would go to help people too but I, I just I, I can't I, I just, I'm amazed that they found their purpose I'm mm-hmm. so lost I don't have my purpose yet you know what Farina you guys did a lot and you guys don't need to have push further you guys just have to deal with your pain and feel and if you can find something all the better yeah right now it's just about being comfortable yeah, and, yeah exactly like I we do have a big voice and and I feel like there's something, there's got to be a purpose and there's got to be a way to use it. But at the moment, I don't know. So hopefully in a year or two, maybe it's a little different. Maybe I've had more time to process or, you know, the pandemic hasn't helped. You're just yeah. trying to kind of get through that <laughs> before you try and rebuild a life. Okay. Well, what we can do as a podcast and we get it, we get a fair amount of views. I will tell people to go to this organization since they helped you out so much. What is it? Tim Bosna? What do they call it? The Oh yeah, Tim's, Tim's tribute. tribute. That was they were great, and the five nineteen. Oh my goodness, like they they invaluable. They held their hand through the whole thing. They were better. They were better. That, oh my god, I feel. I wish I could give you a big hug, Verena. I'm gonna send people towards. I'm gonna it's send okay, people over okay. towards these people. The five nineteen you said, and uh, five nineteen and Tim's tribute. It's Tim, Tim Posma. He was the uh, father that was taking. He was yes, showing his truck. Yes, that that story's stupid too. Oh my god. Okay, so I will. I'll send them towards those people so they can uh, maybe help out in some way. And and the show, the show will give itself uh, up to them for. I'll I'll advertise for them for a little bit. Uh, I really, really appreciate Tess. That would be awesome for Tess and for you and for your family and for everybody that uh, is affected by this. One Mm. dickhead, one asshole can fuck with like probably 50 to 60 people's entire lives. And I want everyone to understand that. Completely that ripple effect, you know, even those police officers, hey, they did wrong and whatever, but they still have kids and a family. There's still other human lives behind that, that need their father's income. Like it's just a mess. And that's why I'm happy. And that's why I'm very happy, Verena, that you didn't think of your pen that in court and just go jab his neck because now he gets to live in prison where he's getting probably just made someone's little bitch, honestly. And he's living like uh, shit. He hates it. He cried for his mom the whole time. I hope his fucking cried for his, he's curtsying uh, big Bob. That's his cellmate. Now. I hope that's what he, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it. Exactly. That's what I'm hoping. Like just, you know, but Yeah.
guys. Thanks so much for listening. Head on over to our Facebook and Instagram to join in on the conversations about all things unethical. Just search Unethical Podcast. You can also find us on Patreon where you can get access to all of our super awesome content, uncut videos of our discussions and early release of all the episodes. We are adding fun stuff all the time, so you should definitely come and check it out. Thanks again. We appreciate all of you. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. Baby, I got your money. Hey, dirty. The full video of this interview is up on our Patreon. If you guys are interested, go there and check it out. It's been out for a while. I did the interview a while ago, but it was very nice to have Verena on the show.